Chuck Norris, racing makes you happy. NFL players run half marathon. Better late than never medal ceremony. Indoor track results. Dubai marathon. Stanford on fire. Drug cheat caught lying. Today is Wednesday, January 30, 2019, and this is the Running News Podcast, a weekly analysis of distance running news. I'm your host, Zachary Breitenstein. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Chuck Norris is hosting a 5K. This is not a drill. Chuck Norris is hosting a 5K on May 4, 2019. It's called the C-Force Chuck Norris 5K, and it'll be in College Station, Texas. It'll also be an attempt to break the world record for the most people dressed up as Chuck Norris. There will be costume awards for best male, female, and child. No Chuck Norris costume, you say? No problem. Every participant will receive a Chuck Norris-style t-shirt, a fake beard, and a belt buckle. Registration is only $30 through the end of the month. There's even a VIP option where you get to eat breakfast with Norris before the race. The website is chucknorris5k.com, and here's a message from Chuck Norris. Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. Sign up for the C-Force. Chuck Norris 5K in College Station on May 4th. I will see you there. Fact. Chuck Norris is so fast, he can run around the world and punch himself in the back of the head. A new study from a Polish researcher says that people who not only run but also race experience more happiness and life satisfaction than people who just run. The reason is that finishing a race is, quote, an achievement that increases well-being and may help maintain or increase the motivation to keep running, unquote. Six NFL players ran the Miami Half Marathon last Sunday. The group was organized by Buster Scrine, a cornerback for the New York Jets, and included Henry Anderson, a 6-foot, 6-inch, 300-pound defensive end for the Jets. The group only started training less than a month ago and will raise money for the boys and girls clubs. Scrine finished in 159.58, 909 pace, and Anderson finished in a very respectable 231.41, 11.34 pace. Not bad for weighing more than twice as much as the average professional runner, although he did take more than twice as long to finish. As a senior in high school, Ted Williams placed second in the discus at the Drake Relays in Des Moines, Iowa. But instead of receiving a medal, he was given an IOU because the year was 1944 and medal was being rationed for the war effort. After graduating, he went off to war but never claimed his medal. On January 17, his 93rd birthday, Williams finally got his medal in a surprise ceremony. His friends had contacted Drake University and arranged for the presentation. The New Balance Grand Prix indoor meet was last weekend in Boston, where New Balance is headquartered. In the men's 800, Donovan Brazier came from behind to edge out Nike Oregon Project teammate and 2016 Olympic bronze medalist Clayton Murphy by just three hundredths of a second in 145.91. Nike Oregon Project coaches, like Alberto Salazar, are notorious for having their athletes run workouts after their races. Here's Brazier talking about the post-race workout. That's the plan. I might complain about it a little bit, but I think I'm going to end up doing it either way, so I might as well 
just get to that. Have you ever done that before? That's stupid. That's crazy, right? Like, that's the last thing I want to think about when I'm told my line is, oh crap, I got a hard workout after this. But nonetheless, I guess I got to go do that now. Well, do you know what the session is? What's coming? I don't know. And even if I did know, I probably wouldn't tell y'all. They'd like to keep that stuff a secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kajelka of Ethiopia also a Nike Oregon Project teammate, ran a 351 mile with even splits for the win. Samuel Prackle was the first American in third, and Nick Willis of New Zealand was fourth. In the women's mile, Canadian Gabriella Stafford won in 424, that's 424 pace, eight hundredths of a second ahead of American Eleanor Purier. Steeplechaser Emma Coburn was 10th. She's sponsored by New Balance and was probably only racing for that reason. 19-year-old teenage phenom Sydney McLaughlin made her professional debut after having a one-and-done collegiate career at Kentucky. She easily won the rarely contested 500 in 69.46. After the race, she had this to say about her pursuits outside of track. I want to model. Um, I want to be able to... Maybe be on some TV shows, some cooking shows, <laughs> chef it up. Cooking shows. I mean, I'm not a good cook, but I like to pretend I am. So, stuff like that, makeup, all those types of In the women's 5,000, Constance Klosterhafen of Germany, also of the Nike Oregon Project, won in 15-15, 4.55 pace, with Jenny Simpson 17 seconds back. After a slow start, Klosterhafen ran a furious 45-second negative split that Simpson could not match. Here's Simpson's reaction after the race. I mean, it's it's borderline embarrassing (laughs) because... It's not even that like the time or anything really matters because we started so slow, but I just thought this is great. I'm I'm positioned perfectly. I was probably most prepared for it to be fast, and then when it was slow, I just didn't feel like I could like jump out of that pace, and that that really surprised me a lot. In the men's 3000, Olympic 5K bronze medalist Hagos Geberwet of Ethiopia won in 7:37, 4:05 pace. Edward King Chez Chesarak of Kenya was five seconds back. The first American was Brian Barraza in sixth. Elsewhere, at the Norb Sander Indoor Track Meet in New York, there were a couple of really interesting races. In the women's 3000, high school phenom Caitlin Tui broke Mary Kane's high school record by placing third in 901, 450 pace. She was actually leading during the second half of the race, but ran positive splits. She was five seconds behind the winner, Amanda Eccleston. Her original goal was to break nine, and she had this to say after the race. Um, well, my goal is just to see what it's like racing professionals, but if I had a time goal in mind, I would say I wanted sub nine. Um, I was just short of it, but like I said, in the future, uh, I'll definitely have motivation to get it. And what was it like racing professionals? What were your impressions of it? Uh, it was great. Um, a little intimidating, but um, you know, I had a lot of fun. It was so much easier racing with girls who were better than me because I could just work off them, but the air out there was super dry. I finished just dumped a whole bottle of water on myself because I was super hot from that effort, but I had a great time out there. The meet also produced a new world record in the indoor 4 by mile The Brooks Beast team of David Ribich, Henry Wynn, Brandon Kidder, and Isaac Yorks ran 1603.68 to break the old record by 9 seconds. 
The final two legs went 357 and 358 for the record. They were trying for sub-16, but the first two legs were total slackers and could only muster a combined 807. There were only four teams in the race. Second place was the Hoka 1-1 team from New York and New Jersey in 1616. The Dubai Marathon was last weekend, and it was a doozy. The race started at 6 a.m., and the sun didn't rise until 7. The temperature was 65 degrees with 86% humidity, which might not sound bad, but anything above 60 degrees is considered detrimental during a marathon. Ruth Chepengedek of Kenya won the women's race in 217.07, 5.14 pace. She ran a 2.18 marathon only 11 weeks ago. That puts her number three on the all-time list. Worknish Degefa of Ethiopia was 34 seconds back and became the number four on the all-time list and ran the fastest non-winning marathon time ever. In the men's race, Ethiopia's Gedida Mola won in 203.34, the second fastest debut marathon ever, and number eight on the all-time list. He's sponsored by Nike and wore vaporflies. Herpasa Negesa of Ethiopia was only six seconds back and became number 10 on the all-time list. He is sponsored by Adidas, but also wore a pair of vapor flies that he apparently tried to disguise by changing their color. I wonder what Adidas will have to say about that. <laughs> Last Friday, the Stanford track team was on fire. And what I mean is that the chartered bus that had 31 track team members on board burst into flames along a busy interstate in Seattle as they headed to an indoor track meet. The fire was caused by a problem with the brakes on the bus, and it eventually consumed all of the seats. Here's what some of the passengers had to say. This bus driver pulled over, and he thought we had blown a tire, and then he stepped off the bus and looked, and there was flames coming out the side, and so he stopped, stepped back on and asked us all to get off, and then we, we moved pretty quick. A minute later, though, the bus like really started to like flame up, so then we started running down the side of I-5. Jemima Sumgong from Kenya was the 2016 Olympic marathon champion and the first woman from Kenya to earn gold. In 2017, she was given a four-year ban after testing positive for EPO, but that has been extended to eight years because she lied to authorities while defending herself against the allegations. She initially claimed that she was injected with EPO by someone impersonating a doctor. Uh-huh. Know your running history. On January 25, 1998, Haley Gibrisalasi, arguably the greatest distance runner of all time, ran a world record indoor 3,000 meter in 726.15. That's 359 pace for almost two miles. He ran sub four pace for almost two miles indoors. That still stands as number two on the all-time list. Haley Gebrselassi at one point held the world record in the outdoor 5K, 10K, and marathon. On January 27, 1962, Peter Snell of New Zealand broke the mile world record in 354.4 on a grass track in New Zealand. 
Snell would go on to win Olympic gold in the 800 in 1960 and in the 800 and 1500 in 1964. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, review, and share this podcast. Please give me five stars wherever you listen to this. This has been the Running News Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the Running News and at Facebook.com/slash the Running News.